We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's got a chance! Go! We're counting down the days to opening day. Happy opening day. By celebrating some of Chicago baseball's all-time greats. There go number 400! Spiegel's top 30 favorite Chicago baseball players of the last 30 years. Matt Spiegel is one of the great baseball people, and not only in this town, but across the country. From Abreu. Sox win! Sox win! On a grand slam by Jose Abreu. To Big Z. Carlos Zambrano has no hit! The Houston Astros! Matt Spiegel counts us down to opening day. Wow, is that huge! Matt Spiegel's 30 players for 30 years. That's how you do it. On the Parkins and Spiegel Show on 670 The Score. Every day at this time, Matt Spiegel will be revealing a baseball player who he loves with his proprietary system. 30 players, 30 shows leading us into opening day. Number 30 was Alfonso Soriano, 29, Ray Durham, 28, Carlos Lee, 27, Ryan Sandberg, 26, Maglio Ordonez, 25, Kyle Schwarber, 24, Big Z, Carlos Zambrano, 23, the man who was on earlier today, Black Jack McDowell, and man, was he on the show today, 22, (laughs) Ryan Dempster, 21, Tim Anderson, 20, Alexei Ramirez, 19, Jermaine Dye, 18, Aramis Ramirez, number 17, Robin Ventura. I first became aware of him, Danny, in high school because Ventura had a hitting streak at Oklahoma State. Anybody remember how long the hitting streak was at Oklahoma State? Long. 58 games. Yeah, it's a long one. He beat DiMaggio. It's still the Division I record. Three-time All-American there. Led the nation in runs and RBI as a freshman at Oklahoma State. Hitting in the big leagues harder. He never hit better than 300 as a member of the White Sox. But in an eight-year stretch, years three through ten of his career, the OPS dropped below 800 twice. Once it was 799, once it was 785. He hit over 285 times, hit 20 or more homers five times. He drove in 100 runs twice, more than 96 times. And he won five gold gloves while he was here. Became a fabulous Defensive third baseman. Uh, This highlight precedes me in town, but it's Tanny's favorite of Robin's incredible 18 grand slams. This comes against Goose Gossage and the Texas Rangers in 
That's pretty cool. Hawk and Wimpy going nuts, man. And here's the thing about his Grand Slams. He's tied with Willie McCovey for fifth at 18, okay? He did it in 294 homers. McCovey has 18 in 521 homers. Eddie Murray has 19 in 504 homers. Manny Ramirez, 21 in 555 homers. Lou Gehrig, 23, 493 homers. And A-Rod, 25 in almost 700 homers. That's nuts to me that Ventura has that many grand slams. So 18 of his 294. Yeah. Yeah, not a huge career total. Good number, but not a huge one to have that many grand slams. That is crazy. Insane. Uh, My first season in town, 93, tumultuous for Robin. Uh, For one thing, that's the year he got his head noogied by Nolan Ryan. Yeah. It was 20, yeah. 20 years older than him. Probably the thing he's most known for. Yeah, I know it's sad. Yeah. He hates that part of his legacy. I don't think he should. He attacked an all-time great, tried to hold his own. You know, he yeah. was he was doing what he what he thought was was right. Um Taddy grabbed this from the Facing Nolan documentary about why Ventura did it. You'll hear the voices of Dave Winfield, Roger Clemens, Pete Rose, Pudge Rodriguez, and Nolan Ryan himself. The White Sox were actually in the American League West at that time. Had Bo Jackson and the Rangers had had these battles with these guys. And so this one night, the White Sox said, if Nolan hits anybody tonight, whoever it is, you're going to go to the mound. So there was a bounty on Nolan's head. If you get hit by Nolan and you don't charge the mound, it's going to cost you 500 bucks. Ventura happened to be the first one that day to get hit. When Robin Ventura went out there, I just thought he wasn't quite serious. He wasn't fully committed. <laughs> Most guys who charge the mound, if you had a microphone on them, you could hear him say, Grammy catcher, Grammy catcher, I don't want to get out there. Before you could blink, Nolan had him like a, a baby calf in a headlock. Grabbing like he was grabbing a bull. I was right there, best sit in the house. <laughs> I went down, I was on the bottom of the pile, and I was laying face first into the dirt. It was one of the scariest moments of my life. I couldn't breathe, and I really, truly thought that I was gonna pass out. Then all of a sudden, this big arm came into the pile and reached under my shoulder and pulled me out, and it was Bo Jackson. Man, that's great. He had no choice. 500 so he, bucks. So he did it for 500 bucks. Man. And, and, what, and what, what do you think teammate he, pressure. Well, yeah, you know? well, it was right, but I, well, I To I, avoid paying 500 bucks. Right. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. It was a $500 bounty so, and, and teammate pressure, like you said. But I wonder what Robin Ventura would pay to have not done it now, <laughs> given that it's the number one thing that people think about. You think it's 50 grand? Oh, God. Like, you know what I mean? You think it's 100x what he would have had to pay in the moment? Right after that segment of the, more. of the documentary airs, there's a little thing on the screen, Robin Ventura declined to be interviewed right. for this documentary. Yep, I'm sure he did. Oh, I'm sure he too did. too bad. But that whole decade, man, it was Robin and Frank. He was Robin to Frank's Batman, obviously. The big hurt in Ventura. 97, I was a producer for McNeil and Boers. That spring training, Robin slid into home plate, got his cleat caught in the dirt, dislocated, and broke his ankle. It was freaking gruesome. And some people were like, he might never play again. He's out for the season. He busted his ass in rehab. He came back in late July. Just crazy that he was able to do that and had the game-winning hit that night um the legacy was tarnished by the managerial stint he agreed to out of obligation and loyalty his best quality as a manager was that that five months when he wasn't Ozzy Guillen at the beginning of of 2012 Oral Hershiser really liked Robin though he is not a stranger any place in the world he's a he lights up a room 
Not a stranger any place in the world, Danny. That'd be tiring. <laughs> I'd want to be a stranger someplace. I like being a stranger a lot of places. I know. Yeah. But he lit up a room. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, at the end of his playing career, said Robin was deteriorating. And he let him leave in 99. He hit 301 with 32 homers and 120 RBIs for the Mets. Mm. Finished sixth in MVP voting. He is the best third baseman in the history of the White Sox. Tops in his position all time in homers. RBIs and runs scored and was super fun to watch. Offense, I give him a nine. Defense, I'll give him an eight. Vibes, I give him a nine. Teammateship, I give him a nine. And memorable moments, uh, only a seven because he only made the playoffs that one time and he went four for 20 in the playoffs. But Robin Ventura, number 17 on the list. That's cool. It's been fun for me to like learn about these guys through your eyes and perspective. Obviously, I was a kid for some of them. Some of them are more recent. I was living in Chicago for a lot of them, not for some of them. But every time I pull up the baseball reference page and I just kind of look at it, I'm like, so six of his years with the White Sox, he had more walks than strikeouts. Uh-huh. That's awesome. It just is in awesome. terms of like having a great eye and patience. And like you look at his batting average to his OBP numbers, like just huge, huge jumps because he had a great eye and great plate discipline year in and year out. Just an all around baseball player. Almost 300 homers, a ton of walks, six gold gloves uh, over the course yeah. of his career. Just like a very good all around baseball player. Look at the teams he played for after he left the White Sox the Mets, the Yankees, and the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah. So the biggest markets and the biggest like. Most established franchises wanted him because he had that that rep and he was just super solid. Um, great moment with his Mets playoff career. He he ran off the field by accident after hitting a game-winning walk-off homer in the playoffs. So he forgot and ran off the field. And he should have been called out and the Mets should have lost that game. But they, eh. they didn't. Yeah, his ball goes over the wall. He pulled yeah. Fred Merkel. He had a boner like Fred Merkel. That's that's true. I'm just referencing baseball history. Yeah, no, we've, we're discussing what can and can't be said today. Right. How high is he on your list, Tanny? Of favorite White Sox? Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, probably top five. That was that was one of my guys. Like Frank and Robin. Like there's nothing better. That Grand Slam in '91. I'm eight years old. I was told to go to bed, but that's when you have the radio. That's baseball is your companion sport. And here's I'm listening to Rooney and Farmer call that Grand Slam back in the day. That's those type of players. That type of team is how you fall in love with the game of baseball, right there. So anyone on that on that era, like in the '93 team, like you know having Blackjack on, that was awesome. But I had the Costicos Brothers Hot Corner Robin Ventura poster on my wall as a kid. I sent it to the group that this morning. I still have it. Uh, yeah, that, that was one of the dudes right there for sure. Played an awesome. Awesome third base, uh, you know, defensively. He was just a, a joy to watch. And plus, from the left side, uh, just a, a really sweet swing. One of my favorites. Played against Blackjack McDowell in the College World Series, by the way. So we're halfway home on the list. Uh, oh, I guess one more. Right? Yeah, one more. Right, one more. One more. All right. One more. I'm going to do that one tomorrow. Not missing any days. That makes sense. That's a big plan. That's a good day. That was Let's funny. You said Blackjack McDowell was on the show, and boy, was he on the show. <laughs> he was just very on the show. That guy has thoughts. At the beginning, I thought it was like we were going to just do one sentence answers the whole time. I know, scary. It's like, come on, yeah. expand. There's follow up thought. There was well, then no, he started giving them. Yeah, I did, but there was it was it was difficult to align with his timing and logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but whatever, it's fun, man. That's why we call him. Guy's got thoughts. Yeah, he's got takes. Uh, you can get your questions in early if you want for one last thing. But coming up. Probably the single smartest and most successful ex-bear weighed in on the state of the franchise. You'll hear it next on The Score. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.